Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello, today is Monday the 31st of October. Happy Halloween. Today I want to talk about something scary that happened in financial markets last week, another part of the yield curve inverted. Are you scared? Well, you should be. Today I'll try and explain why that's the case. First, let's talk about what a yield curve is. So a yield curve plots the bond yield available across different maturities. And normally, the curve slopes upwards. That is, the yield of, for instance, a 10-year bond is higher than for a 2-year bond. And this is because an investor prefers to having access to liquidity and is willing to sacrifice some yield to achieve this. I'm sure all of you have thought about this when looking at different fixed deposits uh, available. For instance, you might ask yourself whether the additional quarter of a percent available on a one-year deposit relative to a six-month deposit is worth the cost of tying up your money for an additional six months. However, this natural preference for liquidity can be overridden if you think interest rates were going to fall sharply. For instance, if the 12-month deposit rate was below the six-month rate, you would only choose to lock up your money for 12 months if you expected interest rates to fall sharply in the coming six months. This would only happen when the central bank is cutting interest rates and that would probably be because it would be more fearful about having a recession going forward. So why am I talking about this on Halloween? Well the same point can be made across different maturities across the yield curve and this is exactly why we have two yield curve measures on our US recession checklist. So the first is when the 10-year US government bond yield goes below the two-year yield, i.e. that part of the yield curve inverts. This happened in early July, and such a yield curve inversion has a reasonable track record in predicting US recessions. The problem with it is that it can give you false positives, i.e. it sometimes predicts a recession which doesn't eventuate. This brings us to the second yield curve measure, which is an inversion of the three-month and ten-year part of the curve, such that the ten-year yield uh, goes below the three-month yield. Now, this is a much more reliable indicator of a US recession. So far, every time we've seen this invert, we've seen a recession ensue, with an average lag of just under a year. And this is the inversion that took place last week. Prior to this, uh, the CIO office already had a 75% probability attached to a US recession in the next 10-12 months. And if anything, of course, this inversion will increase that probability. This is important because it relates to the two things driving markets at the moment, Fed policy and earnings. On the former, it uh, it will also force the Fed to pivot away from tightening policy. So, So far, The Fed has only signalled via a Wall Street Journal article a week ago an increased willingness to slow the pace of rate hikes as early as the meeting in December. This has clearly supported market sentiment for both equities and bonds in the short term. On the latter, regarding earnings, a recession would almost certainly make consensus earnings estimates way too optimistic. And obviously we talked about this last Thursday. Therefore, from an equity market perspective, we do not believe we're out of the woods yet and that a further leg low in equities is quite likely before we form the cyclical trough. However, the above picture has reinforced our belief that bond markets, especially investment-grade corporate bonds, are offering an attractive entry point. 
So this is where we'd be concentrating our investments in the short term. Looking forward to this week, the Fed's Monetary Policy Committee meeting on Wednesday will clearly be important in terms of setting the market tone. Well, that's all I have time for today. Uh, This is my last appearance on Cut to the Chase for a while. Daniel will be back tomorrow, fresh from his chess exploits. I hope you enjoyed the two-week interlude, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.